Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number 92. Cover date, April 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artists, Kurt Swan and George Klein. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring The Man from Scar. Writer Leo Dorfman, artist Pete Costanza. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! Jimmy Olsen discovers an imposter breaking into his apartment. Jimmy places his double into suspended animation, then tracks down the criminal organization that sent him. Jimmy locates the headquarters of Scar, led by Mr. Nero. The crime boss implanted a device into Jimmy's body that can kill him if he doesn't follow orders. Jimmy then learns that Nero is an alien who plans to set the Earth on fire. Nero orders Jimmy and the doubles of Superman's other friends to kill Superman and Supergirl with kryptonite. Jimmy double-crosses Nero and warns Superman. Confused? Bored would be a better reaction. Don't worry, we'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Oh, one-eyed Pete and three-fingered Joe We're pulling a robbery When Jimmy Olsen walks right in Oh, one-eyed says, ooh-hee The lion and the cup the lion and the cub When you see the little cub at play The mighty lion's not far away Take care, beware The lion and the cub Three fingers looks a scornful look That little squirt, he sneered He's just a cub reporter, yeah Still wet behind the ears the lion and the cub, the lion and the cub. When you see the little cub at play, the mighty lion's not far away. Take care, beware, the lion and the cub. Stop you crooks, young Jimmy shouts Oh, when I growl, why you We'll take you apart I'm six foot six And three fingers is seven foot two The lion and the cub The lion and the cub When you see the little cub at play The mighty lion's not far away Take care, beware The lion and the cub Jimmy, I'll need help quick. His signal watch give a blast. And Superman was there in a flash. Took care of them crooks real fast. The lion and the cup. The lion and the cup. When you see the little cub at play, the mighty lion's not far away. Take care. Beware. The lion and the cub. Take care. Beware, the lion and the cub. Take care. Beware, the lion Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy and the scars. I had no idea what you were going to sing today. I really didn't either until I started singing it. <laughs> There's no way I can join you on that. Jimmy, No, Jimmy. you're sick. I, am, I have a terrible, thing. terrible cold. You were cold. sick last week. Was I? You were. Well, it's maybe tough. just getting started last week. I was absolutely compared to how I am this week. Yes, I was just getting started last uh, week. Yeah, poor thing. 
It's too bad we don't speak during the week. Otherwise, I would have been able to take more care of you. You took wonderful care of me this Did week. Did I? You made me a giant pot of soup, which I ate. Right. And you just took care of everything. It was a really big week for us. So it was good. Thank yes. you. Well, here we talk about big weeks. I can see you the could practically Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. That's great. Thank you. You could practically write an 18-page story about what happened to Jimmy Olsen this week. <laughs> Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number 92, featuring Jimmy Olsen as Agent Double Five in a one-man war against the Superman-Batman team from Scar, now, Society for Conquest and Ruin. Yes? Is the Double Five something he's given himself, That a name yes. he's given himself? So, Jimmy... I know what it means. ...had... Uh, we, it's explained in the issue, but yes, he previously appeared as double agent, uh, double five, no, agent, double, agent five. double five in issue 89 of this same magazine. I don't, I haven't read that. I just looked it up on Google. Um, but yes, he named himself H double five because both Jimmy and Olson have five letters. Now I don't think Jimmy was actually his birth name. It's his James, mother. James Bartholomew Olson. Yeah. Um, as you may know, comic publishers, were ever alert in the 1960s for the latest trends among adolescent boys. And? So when the secret agent craze happened with James Bond and whatnot yes. uh, in the mid-60s, uh, the comics were not far behind to imitate. Marvel Comics yeah. responded with Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. whom you'll know from the Avengers yes, films. Yes, of course, yes. Uh, DC responded with Jimmy Olsen, which is almost the same as Nick Fury. Yes, so... War-hardened secret agent. Uh, Jimmy Olsen is a cub reporter, but also a secret agent that he appointed himself to be. He's a strong guy. Well, look at the cover here. He's uh, lifting Batman above his head and spin-kicking Superman in the gut. Yep. Checks out. Sure. And so on the splash page. Splash page, we have... uh, a man in a diaper. <laughs> so, yes, that's Mr. Nero, the villain of the a piece. Fi- he's in a fire diaper. He's wearing a fire diaper. He has apparently scaled the skin, as we learn later in the issue, because he's... But uh, not on his hands. Spoiler his alert, throat. he's an alien. But the scaled skin only extends to his neckline. So it's a unitard. And his, it's a scaled skin unitard. Well, it's described as skin in the story. They, yes. It's an awfully queer race of alien creatures, if you ask me. Well, I don't know what he's hiding in his diaper that, that he has to <laughs> extend it all around his body. This is not the first time we've seen a villain with a pot belly and a diaper on. Yeah. If you remember that Spectre story we read with the <laughs> demonic uh, yeah. diaper clad. Did we talk about Hot Stuff then? Hot Stuff the no, Little Devil? Not. You remember Hot Stuff the Little Devil in yeah. Harvey Comics? He wore a diaper. I wonder if demons would just wear diapers. Well, they don't have time to do things that normal people do. Because they're so busy conquesting and ruining. Uh, Thrush, Smirsh, call the role of the world's most diabolical (laughs) secret organizations. Uh, Thrush, of course, is from The Man from Uncle. Okay. You're too young to remember that. And Smirsh was an early organization in James Bond that he was fighting. Doesn't sound very scary. Smirsh. It doesn't. No. I think it's actually a Russian. It's supposed to be a Russian. Smirsh. Smirsh. Oh. Uh, none of them can top the demoniacal schemes of the mysterious underground terror team that tries to ensnare Jimmy Olsen. It's like tangling with a nest of black widow spiders when the cub reporter plays the part of his own double and becomes the man from Scar. So a nest of black widow spiders. Black widows are loners, aren't they? I kind of thought so. So did I. You know, they eat their men. Are those black widows? Yeah. That's why they're puppets. Also black widows. Really? I think they devour the mate mate as they're consummating their marriage. Oh, my God. Like Bilquis. I don't know what that means. This is a god. I remember reading it from American Gods. Oh. Uh, Season two, soon to start. Oh, on sure. Stars TV. The uh, book was fantastic. Behold your leader, members of Scars, Mr. Nero cries from his flaming pedestal. 
Soon, with you replacing the real Superman and his friends, I will be master of Earth. Whoa, ho, 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 ho. Look what you could do with your perfectly good working voice. Holy cow! Mr. Nero is standing in that blazing inferno, but he isn't even singed. What kind of being is he? That was Jimmy Olsen's voice. He's a being with a diaper. Um, I just imagine that's what redheads talk like. Well, Jimmy Olsen always has a perennial cracking voice. When I was in a church youth group, in my youth... <laughs> <laughs> there were two brothers who were both redhead. Well, well they, maybe just one. I thought. Wait, I thought you grew up in an, in an Italian neighborhood. I did, but this was a church. We went to church in a different uh, neighborhood, Upper Arlington, Lutheran Upper church. Arlington, and there was a, a redhead boy named with his last name Malarkey. <laughs> ah! Which probably some listeners uh, apparently his father had been a big basketball star, so oh. maybe people will know the name. But, um, yeah, he looks like Jimmy Olsen. And he talked like that. <laughs> he was about nine feet tall, too, so. in seventh grade. One day, back to the comments. <laughs> Thank you. One day in a criminal lair in Metropolis. Metropolis is full of criminal lairs, um, by the way. If you're Superman and you're, going, you're on the lookout for a criminal lair, shouldn't you be looking for the building that's lined in lead? Yes. I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. It's just like... Judy Garland says in The Wizard of Oz, what? you never have to look any further than your own backyard. That's right. If you want to find a criminal lair. Uh, you know Aunt Em and Uncle Henry were <laughs> selling methamphetamines out of the barn. No. Yeah. That got cut from the movie, but... Um, what <laughs> the hell? Did you ever figure out what uh, what movie the, the lyrics came from? Why, oh, why, oh, did I leave Ohio? No. I know the song. I can Google it right quick. Well, I'll continue while you're Googling. Yes, please. So, there's a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon. His name is Dr. Rembrandt. And he is speaking with Mr. Nero at the time. And he is unveiling or unwrapping bandages from a young man who turns out to be the exact duplicate of Jimmy Olsen. He's a dead ringer for Superman's friend, Jimmy Olsen. Every feature is exact. Right down to the last freckle... From now on, he'll be known as Olsen X. And he gets dressed and assumes his mission as the spy for Scar. Yes, if I may interject. Yes. Ohio is a song from the 1953 Broadway musical Wonderful Town, uh-huh. sung by the protagonists, bemoaning the fact that they had left Ohio for New York City. It was written by Leonard Bernstein, okay. Betty Comden, and Adolph Green. In the original 1953 Broadway production, the song was performed by Rosalind Russell and Edith Adams as a duet. Bing Crosby recorded the song on February 9th, 1953 with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra. A noteworthy recording of the song was made by Doris Day as part of her albums Showtime and My Heart. An additional noteworthy release was in November 2010 when it was sung by Carol Burnett and Jane Lynch on the popular U.S. television show Glee. And there you have it. It wasn't in the movie. Any movie. You any thought movie. it was in Easter, Easter Parade. Parade. Well, I, it's probably in the. I think there's a movie of Wonderful Town, isn't there? Sure. I'm thinking of On the Town. On the Town. I don't know. Well, let's make a movie of it. No, what's the scene where they're all riding and they're talking about where they're coming from and they're all riding the train? I know what you're thinking of, the Harvey Girls. Yes, the Harvey Girls! You're thinking of Virginia O'Brien when she sings, I'm from Chillicothe, yes! Ohio. Yes! My middle name is Hiawathi. Ohio! Yes, thank you. I'm gonna get the gold in them Mar Hills. So I said goodbye, oh, Ohio. We were school moms in Grand Rapids, Mish. Okay. But reading, writing, arithmetic was not our dish. I could do the whole song if you want me to. Okay, well, I, I want to watch that soon. Okay, done. Okay. That's the only good part of the movie, as I recall. Yeah, it's not a very good movie. Um, they open up a restaurant in a railway town. Yeah, in the, in the West. They were opening up the West, and so Mr. Harvey brought clean-cut girls out yes. to compete with the whores and prostitutes. Oh, okay, so I've now uh, gone, speaking of whores, um, yeah. we're going back down to Jimmy Olsen. Right, so Jimmy Olsen has, uh, it's actually Olsen X. Olsen X. Has a device. That Lex Luthor could have used a couple of weeks ago. It's a key pattern beam gun. It's a ray gun which he shoots into the keyhole and it automatically creates a key to fit the hole. So it's like a 3D printer. Well, I see one problem. Mm. If you've got a ray gun, just blast the door open. 
Well, there's that. But he needed to make it look like there was another break-in. I guess. Meanwhile, the real Jimmy Olsen is walking the streets of Metropolis in a not-green jacket for the first time ever or since. Okay. I guess that's to make sure that we know he's the real Jimmy Olsen. Sure. Jimmy Olsen has some kind of device on his door which alerts him to the presence of an intruder by vibrating his bow tie. Sends out a signal. So this the is like vibrates. one of those ring doorbells you see advertised so much on television. Really nest or home or whatever it's called. I home, I have no idea. Yeah, something like that. Yes. I wonder if Jimmy can talk to the burglar directly through his bow tie. I can see you from my bow tie. Get out of my apartment. You better beat it. Scram. Uh, meanwhile, Olsen X is switching out a framed photo of Superman, which Jimmy has on his night table stand. I bet what we don't see is he's going around secretly picking up all of Jimmy's things and licking them and putting them back down. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, he should be going through the medicine cabinet. Uh, just then, Jimmy bursts in, sees that he has a double, and starts punching. Yeah. He talks a lot for a guy who punches. Yeah. Have some like, refreshments before you go. Try this knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know where you got that face buster, but I'm going to change it. These are good little jabs. I enjoyed them. I think I would have liked the Bourne movies better if Matt Damon had had some puns as he was murdering people in his apartment. Careful. What? I love those movies. So do I. I just say they would have been much improved by some witty... comedy banter? Witty banter as Matt Damon was slicing people up with... Pen knives and things. <laughs> you remember that apartment he had in Paris? It was just like a kitchen and a weight bench. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and a bed. And all, and then eventually covered in blood yes. of his attacker. Uh, oh, look at this. Olsen's fists have the kick of a mule. <laughs> um, so Jimmy knocks the intruder into, into his, his trophy, room. trophy room, which is <laughs> helpfully uh, labeled with... The words trophy room on the frosted glass veneer. Up at there, the top panel. Oh, my God. Trophy room. Maybe we should make labels for all the rooms in our house. (laughs) Someday we might have to. (laughs) Toilet. Guest room one. (laughs) Dog food closet. Um, So Jimmy knocks the intruder into the trophy room, whereupon an alien device, which Jimmy's got stored in his apartment, because that checks out, activates and fires a beam of light at the intruder. Look at this trophy room. He's got like a giant uh, pot plant, uh, some Waterford crystal, and a brain in a jar. Oh, don't there. forget, there's a tablet over there. There's some sort of uh, ancient cuneiform tablet. And, yes. And a wheel. A wheel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. I keep things like that. Not in our house, you don't. Um, <laughs> you don't know everything. There's okay. a lot of things hidden behind that dog food. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is a, an oblivion machine from the planet Narun. N-O-E-R-N. How do we pronounce that? Narn? Korea. It's not Korea. It's Korea. It says, if you zoom in, it clearly says Narn. Narn. No fan. No fur. Narn. Narn. Holy cow, that trophy Superman. Oh, holy cow, that trophy Superman gave me was supposed to be deactivated, but somehow this creep must have energized it with his ray team. Okay, Superman... If you're giving Jimmy Olsen a piece of alien technology, you want to make sure it's deactivated. You think? Like, take the battery out, or... He's just a photographer. Just give him, like, the shell of it. He won't know the difference. He won't. Certainly don't tell him it's an oblivion machine. Look, he's got a Nintendo Switch there in his trophy room. I see that. And a teapot. All kind of things. Uh, so Jimmy uh, deduces that the, the intruder is knocked out for a week. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. You're, you're fine. God bless you. tight. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Should I? What? Well, I don't. I can edit it out later. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. You're not going to, are you? Spoiler, I won't. Um, 
So the intruder was in the process of switching out the photos, which Jimmy saw. Uh, so Jimmy realizes that the replacement photo has a microphone and a camera inside. And he pushes a button, and he's on the phone with Mr. Nero. Look at him with his uh, sunglasses on. Well, as we Mr. find Nero. out, he's an alien. So, yes. uh, so... <laughs> so Jimmy realizes that Mr. Nero thinks that he's the spy, and he decides he's going to get in on the case and continue the spy's mission undercover as Agent Double Five. Okay. Did I get that right? You did. He also deduces that his Superman signal watch, which makes a noise like this, uh, is transmitting on the same frequency as Mr. Nero's picture phone. Lucky for Jimmy. Lucky for Jimmy, because he can use his watch to track down the secret layer of the criminals, because Superman's not answering the signal watch. I think we discussed that in an earlier episode also, that you'd get tired of that really quick. Yeah. If Why? you were Superman. Yeah. Teet, teet, teet. <laughs> Superman, my shoelace is untied. <laughs> teet, teet, teet. Um, so Jimmy uh, first swaps clothes with his doppelganger. Yes. Um, Dr. Husband. Yes. I'm not sure I would have the courage to undress someone who had my face <laughs> because what if they had a super better body than me which is quite likely <laughs> did dr rembrandt alter everything. everything or just the face which brings me to another observation yeah we're going to see the doubles of all the superheroes pretty soon mm-hmm. some of whom are masked right Yes, you're giving me a quizzical look. I just assume that they don't look. Once you take off the mask, once you take off the mask, like the eyes are different. Well, I mean, clearly, you can see what Robin's head is shaped like. You can see what Batman's nose and mouth are shaped like. You can duplicate that in plastic surgery. Even might save some money if all you had to do was like from the nose down. Uh I guess so. Uh, Clearly, they don't have the strength of. The Cape Crusaders. Why? Because Jimmy Olsen kicks the crap out of Jimmy Batman Olsen's and... punch has the kick of a mule, as we've read already. Yes, but Batman is ten times stronger than any human. No, he isn't. He's just a human. He's just a rich guy. He's very nice strong. Guy. Well, okay. Agree he... to disagree. Well, I... wait. We've played DC Universe. He's very strong. That's... Yeah. No. That's real. It's real. He's... Fine, whatever. Okay. But he's punch doesn't have the kick of a mule. So Jimmy takes off. Have the you s- ever been kicked by a mule? Yes, I think I've been. I've been headbutted by a goat. Wait, are we talking about real life or like um, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild? Because I've been kicked by a lot of horses and moose and things in that. <laughs> All right, let's go on. Um, Jimmy takes off with the spies sleek. Convertible Roadster. Nice. Nice choice. If you gotta, if you got to steal someone's car, you right. might as well have that, right? And he sees Robin yep. uh, climbing up the side of a building. Robin addresses him as Olsen X. So he knows him right away. That's curious. How does Robin know Olsen X? But I'm glad to see you, Robin. Until you got zapped into oblivion in the Zap. next panel He's with a... Yes, Robin is zapped into a cloud of dust. Uh, Jimmy's very sad <laughs> about that until he realizes he's standing in front of a costume shop and this is where the signal is leading him, yeah. luckily enough. Uh, Dr. Husband's just blowing his nose. I'm sorry, should it's, I warn you? No, it's fine. We'll make a game of it. Okay, that was twice. Okay. Um, Jimmy walks in and finds there's a policeman... In the costume shop looking for a costume for the policeman's ball. So that sets his mind at ease. There's also an unfortunate Asian stereotype shop manager. Oh, uh, yeah. That we don't need to I dwell understand, on. sir. Right. Exactly. Um, yellow skin and all. He's sharply dressed? Well, <laughs> yes. Well, I won't say what I was going to say. Don't. I'm say not. Yes. I didn't say anything. Good. Jimmy steps up in front of the three-way mirror to get... 
measured for his costume. For his costume, and suddenly the mirror swings him around. He's in a secret room. Olsen X, you're late. Mr. Nero is waiting for you at his office at the end of the corridor. Late for what? Late for the board meeting? Late for what? Late for... Wait, late for uh, conquesting and ruination of the Earth. Okay. That's what they're in for. Jimmy heads down the hallway, which is hidden behind the mirror, and he sees Batman in a room. He pokes his head in and sees that it's not Batman. It's Batman X. Who's getting training on how to infiltrate the Batcave and the Batmobile. Oh, this is one problem. They've got a large framed poster of the interior of the Batcave. Now that's a secret. It's a secret even to Jimmy. He says, wait a second. How did they get shots of the Batcave? Right. How did they get shots of the Batcave? It's never explained. Uh, Next room, Supergirl. Having a chat with her super pets, Comet, the super horse, and Streaky, the super cat. Notice that the capes are actually in the air as if they're flowing in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would. I'm. Did you know there was a super cat? I was waiting for you to be astounded. Did you know there was a super horse? Uh, Yes, I did. How do we? We've seen it on the cover of the 80 page issue that we haven't read yet. Right. 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 But Super Cat. I did know about Streaky the Super Cat. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how. I've probably told you I just you figured it. girls like horses and cats, right? Correct. So, yeah. like, they're just doing, you know, stereotype, like, oh, here we go. Gender roles. Right. Sure. Here's your horse. Uh, why doesn't Supergirl have roller skates, then, in that case? Or barrettes? <laughs> why is hair? she talking to these animals, which are not actually animals? They're just statues of animals. Couldn't she just... Talk into the microphone. Why did she have to turn? Because we see once we page, turn two pages later. Right. Says, Raise your voice into the half octave, Supergirl. You must imitate Supergirl's uh, voice vibrations exactly. Right. Right. So she's so in order to practice Supergirl's voice. They made a life size statues, statues of, her, of her horse and her cat. Yeah. Just With for the, the flowing cape of her just to interact. Right. Right, right. Well, that's a that's a. Was that on the the budget? What, it, what, is that is that under like educational supplies? I mean, they've got enough money to give plastic surgery to uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people, and so sew bombs in their bodies. Sew bombs into their bodies, and they have a ray gun that can make any key. It's a three D printer. Thank you. It's a portable three D printer. Whatever. They we don't even have, have that, that portable technology right now. Right. Uh, so here comes Mr. Nero, grabs Olsen, shoves him into a chair where metal bands shoot out and bind him and recline him backwards so that Dr. Rembrandt can come and finish some kind of surgery. I want one of those, except I want it to be a massage chair. Like you lie down it and the metal band, and the bands just come out and bind you. Uh-huh. And then these and then little, they just start rubbing. Start, or start like beating your back and rollers come up and down your back and everything. That's what I want. I'm sure they have something like that in this criminal headquarters. Uh, An aggressive massage chair. As Jimmy's going under the anesthesia, he sees that there are doubles of not only Supergirl and Batman, but Lois Lane, Perry White, Superman, and Clark Kent. We are helpfully reminded that neither Jimmy nor Mr. Nero knows that Clark is really Superman. However... If you were doing plastic surgery to duplicate the faces both of Superman and of Clark Kent, wouldn't you realize that you're doing the same face? Unless you're not a very good plastic surgeon. That could be. But now he has made doubles to fool even Jimmy Olsen himself. So He must be very good. I guess so. And stupid. Yeah. Do you think those glasses are real glasses on Clark Kent, or they're actually mm. part of the plastic surgery and they cannot be removed? <laughs> <laughs> like, riveted into his skull. <laughs> Probably the latter. Um, well, since we're talking about glasses, Lois Lane yes. is an investigative reporter. Yes. She sees Clark Kent every day. Yes. She sees Superman every day. Uh-huh. 
I dare say I would recognize you if your glasses were off. It's a convention. I know, but wouldn't it have been cool if, like, they would just have a story where Clark Kent is revealing his identity as Superman to everyone in the Daily Planet newsroom, and they all are just like, you idiot. We've known for years. You should write we it. were just playing along. You should write it. It's you can too draw. late. The genie's out of the bottle. Oh. Lois knows now. They're married now. They have a child. You just use the same technique that you used to keep from vacuuming the living room. What technique is that? I vacuumed the living room this month. <laughs> Bastard. Why should I vacuum the It's just going to get dirty again. It's the, the genie's out of the bottle, Ron. Well, if your dog wouldn't have diarrhea all over the place, we wouldn't have to vacuum anything. Really? You're going to go there with Captain Butler? No, I'm just kidding. He was not well. And I took out a steam cleaner and took care of everything. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, In my sixth date, I did that this morning. I'm, I was just surprised because I was home all day yesterday with him and he never, I never saw any diarrhea. I mean, it wasn't like well, that time when Fred got into the barbecue stuff right. and it was, that, the was whole, that was horrible. No, it was just like a couple spots. Anyway. But it's all gone now. It's all been cleaned out. Thank you. Yes. Jimmy has had a device implanted under his skin which will turn him to dust if he betrays the organization. Just That's, like happened to Robin. It's horrible. It, it is not great. To know that someone's always with you. Yeah. You know, monitoring you. Right. Well, know. we've established there are lexophones all over Metropolis. Which reminds me, when I was a child, mm-hmm. I used to think that God was always watching and judging me. I well, was raised to believe that. When you were a child, you thought like a child. <laughs> and now, I think like an adult. You know what? I don't think it's a bad way to live your life to act as if someone's always watching you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> wouldn't you think you act better if you're... No. This is how people get in trouble is they do stupid things that they think no one's going to find out about and it's, then yes, they find out about it. It's, it's silly to live your life thinking that someone's going to find out about something. Instead, you live your life looking for and manifesting the goodness in everyone that you react with. If you can. I think we're saying the same thing. Well, I mean, one is, uh, well, I'm talking about the carrot and the stick. Aren't we? No, I'm just saying if you are about to do something that you know is wrong, yeah, I don't care. Just don't people. do it. You're saying though, live your life as if someone is always watching. Maybe I framed it the wrong way. Live your life as if whatever you do will someday be published in the newspaper because it probably will. <laughs> I saw something Governor on, Northam. I saw of something on the Book of Faces the other day. Yes, that um, and I, I don't. I'm assuming it was true. There was this um, beautiful African American woman. And she said, I was pulling into work this morning. And this guy cut me off. Did you hear Dreamus? I saw that, yes. Yeah. And he yelled obscenities at me and, uh-huh. and used the N word at her. Uh-huh. Imagine the surprise on his face when he walked in and realized that he was interviewing with her. Uh huh. Oh my God. I would have loved to be a fly on the That's, wall. I would just love to have her go, Karma's a bitch. And then I would have interviewed right after him because I need a job. Yes. Part two the fire bed from Byron. Uh, Mr. Nero is about to reveal his insidious plan. Behold, as he materializes a model of the earth, it's about five feet tall. (laughs) Um, Which he proceeds to throw darts at. The dart is actually a miniature missile loaded with Thermatron, a new element of fantastic power, which combusts the model of the earth. Thermatron! And then Mr. Nero ascends the platform and steps right into the fire where his clothes are burned off to reveal scaly skin that extends. And a? And a diaper. And a diaper. But the skin extends only down to his wrists and is up to his neck. It's a little bit of theater, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what I would do if I was a criminal and head of a criminal organization. What? Would you wear a All about theatrics. Wouldn't you try to find an outfit that sort of did something more flattering to your figure? I mean, I would go with probably like uh, the boxer brief look rather than a puffy diaper. Or maybe something flowing with an ampere waist. Yeah, or maybe like, I mean, I get he wants to be intimidating. Maybe like a wrestling singlet, something like that. With shapewear? 
Oh, you're talking about me. I'm just talking about Mr. Nero here. Oh, I'm talking about you. Yeah, me. I mean, yes, shapewear. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, Layers. Layers, maybe like uh, an Olivia Newton-John physical oh. kind of situation. Oh, like warmers. Uh-huh. Yes. I look good in a headband. Yeah. I, I, me, I would do like a Doctor Strange sort of thing, sort of like a cape that uh-huh. sort of obscures where my waist is, you know, sort of a... a, a right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely have to have flared shoulders like Mr. Nero has, because that tends to uh, minimize oh, the waist. Shoulders. I don't like the flared shoulders because I'd probably cut my ears on them. Well, or sh- just like shoulder pads, like a Joan Crawford kind of uh, big shoulders. wide shoulders and then taper down at the waist. Yeah. Yes. A belted shirt, obviously. Obviously. Wide belt uh-huh. that crosses over and then goes down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like 1984, With 5, 6. Ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, Members only check. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a student the other day wearing a vintage uh, windbreaker, uh-huh. which I I owned that exact windbreaker in 1989, uh-huh. probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was so jealous. I you know I remember seeing uh, some of your early comic book drawings uh-huh. um, of different characters, and I seem to remember like this awesome picture that you drew. It was kind of it was your character. He had like a yellow. Kind of like members only kind of jackety shirt kind of yeah. thing with a layer underneath it. Yeah. Awesome close cut in the side hair and then a full kind of like moppy kind of bangy kind of bangity. Yeah, kind that was of a self portrait. And green sort of technical pants, you know, with pockets or cargo pants or something. It was, it was and then these awesome boots with lots of buckles. Uh-huh. Am I right? Sure, sure. Am I remembering this correctly? Yes. And were there Gloves too? Yeah, I think like little like bicycle gloves, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved your drawings. Thanks. Do you still have them? Sure, somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was an art major for one semester, everyone, so hats off to me. Hence the extensive portfolio of five or six drawings. Yes. <laughs> All of <laughs> all of them superheroes. Made up superheroes. What or... do you mean I can't do this for a living in Ohio? <laughs> anyway, Mr. Nero explains that he's from a planet made of fire, uh, which doesn't exist. But uh, but they have octopuses. Evolution developed various heat-resistant species, which were at home on our flame world. My people became the dominant race. And we have a one panel of his people, all of whom have scaly skin only down to their wrists and up to their necks, yeah. fighting uh, a burning lava ocean full of green octopi. Yeah. Oh, is that how you Is it the plural of octopus? I think so. Okay. So I love the little panel down at the bottom left. The guy who's giving him the directions, he said, these converted pills will sustain you in the Earth's cold atmosphere until you can subdue the planet. Yep. He looks like a Benjamin Franklin. They do all look like founding fathers. Yep. Only with scaly skin <laughs> and diapers. I believe that man on the left looks like Aristotle. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Nero's real name is Truff. Truff. But here on Earth, I took the name Nero. Because well, I'm going to burn. Yeah, I right. get it. That's, and that really, um, it, it just, Truff doesn't truff. inspire fear. Well, it's like hard him. to pronounce in English, Truff. So, something easier like Nero. Yeah. Uh, Baby feet could put a little old at the end. Truffle. Uh-huh. Truffle. That doesn't sound intimidating. Not at all. Mr. Truffle. Mr. Morell. Girl, I'm going to burn this planet down. After I had this truffle. Um, Mr. Nero slides a wall aside, and there is a giant piece of machinery, which is... Uh, that's what it sounds like, clearly. Uh the giant piece of machinery is converting Earth's elements into a giant thermotron bomb, which will set your world abra- ablaze. Which Whoa. elements? Which elements? Well, I would imagine um, sulfur, yeah, magnesium. Question, won't question this too much. What's the one that bursts into fire on contact potassium. with air? Why not just... No, potassium? I think magnesium or potassium. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things that's in your body. Right, right, right. Well, why not just use that? You don't have to build a whole giant bomb. Just so Jimmy Olsen of- says, 
Hold it, Nero. What's in it for us? Why should we help you? That bomb will torch us off like everyone else. We'll die in flames. You're a natural, Thank Jimmy you. Olsen. Uh, patience, dear colleague. Your loyal services will be handsomely rewarded. Uh, so now <laughs> we have a nice panel of the agents of Scar post-Holocaust. They will be living on a planet full of uh, chaise lounges being served by robots. Uh, and giant tropical flowers. This I think is would get exactly old. what I thought Hawaii was like when I was a child. It is. I used to dream of going to Hawaii when I was a kid. I want to go to Hawaii. I think it was because of the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. Um, Didn't they go to They went to Hawaii, right? Yes, so did Gidget. And, oh, that's all I know. Okay, so, yeah. next panel down, he's going to, he says, if you don't do this, I, um, if you don't do this, little man, you have no choice. I have no need, I, uh, excuse me, I need but to press... Your destructo buttons, and you will cease to exist. Remember, each of you has one of my devices inside his body. Yep. So, uh, Mr. Nero sees that Superman and Supergirl will be appearing at a charity banquet on Saturday night in Metropolis. So, Jimmy Olsen volunteers to be the one to deliver the payload to metallic wreaths. Uh, What do they call those? Laurels. Laurel wreaths which are actually filled with kryptonite and they are treated so that they will stick to Superman and Supergirl's heads and kill them. They could, you know, they could be um, horseshoes for Comet. Horseshoes for what? For Comet. Comet. You know Comet the Superhorse is not Kryptonian, so kryptonite would not affect him. How is he... Where does he come from? You really want to get into this? No, no. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm going to tell you. He is a centaur... From ancient Greece, who was uh, cursed by the sorceress Circe and made into a horse. He was a centaur. His curse is that he's a horse. And then somehow was banished to outer space. Anyway, he's got superpowers and mental telepathy. And also sometimes he turns into a cowboy. And so Supergirl (laughs) falls in love with him as in his cowboy form, not knowing that he's also her pet horse. Also, oh there's an... Oh, my God. There's a later on issue of Lois Lane where she falls in love with the cowboy, but then also she becomes a centaur, and then she becomes a horse. And so she thinks that she's trapped in horse form, so she decides she's going to just be in love with Comet in his horse form because then she can't marry Superman if she's a horse. So she's just going to marry an actual horse. I'm not making this up. You're looking at me like I've got three heads. That is amazing. I'm so glad you went into that. Really? That is the worst. But also the best. Yes. I want to read these. Um, I, that can be arranged. Lois Lane becomes a centaur. Yeah. And then a horse. And then a horse. And then she decides because she can't have Superman, she's just going to fall in love with yep. the comet. Next best thing, I can still have a super horse. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Um, oh, we have a whole issue of Legion of Superheroes coming up with the Legion of Super Pets. Oh my God! Which includes Comet, Streaky, Crypto, of course, Beppo the Super Monkey. And Prody, too, who you remember from. Do we have any friends who are veterinary technicians? Uh, we or can vets? find some, yes. I should ask our vet if any of them reads comic books. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. It can be arranged. I'm sorry. All I'm just, is possible. I'm, my brain is going so quickly. I'm just thinking of how much fun that could be. Um, we don't have time. We have to sorry. save the Earth from okay. being burnt to death. Back to these stupid uh, halos. What are they called? Uh, I, I even said what they were called. Laurels. Laurels. So uh, Mr. Nero is getting to work on the Thermotron bomb. Jimmy Olsen <laughs> reveals that he's got metallic tipped shoelaces. And if he licks the tip, uh, <laughs> when they're moistened, they turn into a silent explosive, which can cut the vault open as if it were cheese. I don't think I would wear that in my shoes. What if you step in a puddle? Hello. Your foot's going to be blown off. <laughs> I never thought of that. It's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> uh, the other X's 
I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to go ahead. Right before it right. was so stupid where they were saying, oh, that's a supper bell. <laughs> Let's head for the dining room. <laughs> and the supper bell is not a pleasant little bing, 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 like you have no, on a train. It's, it's, it's a fire Like a school bell. Don't do that again. <laughs> Your head is shaking to side to side so quickly. It's funny. <laughs> Uh, the supper That's bell. Great. Let's head for the dining room, criminals. <laughs> criminals are a cowardly, hungry lot, as Batman says. Um, <laughs> so the other, I'm going to call these the X-Men uh-huh. for expediency's sake. The X-Men discover that Olsen X is stealing the kryptonite laurels, meaning that Jimmy gets a chance to brush up on his judo and karate. <laughs> Ha-cha! <laughs> So you call yourself Batman, eh? Okay, Buster, let me see you fly like a bat. Imagine me polishing off Superman and Batman, and now I'll make it a clean sweep by dusting off this phony Perry White. Where's Supergirl and Lois? Do you get to punch them in the chops? Equal representation, I say. Anyway, he leaves, runs out the front door, presses his signal watch, and runs into to Superman, who's jogging down the street. Hey, oh, hey, Jimmy, how are you? Just after my morning jog. <laughs> uh, Jimmy launches into a super fast explanation of what's going on. Super, including... gotta talk fast before the killing. There's a secret organization named Scar, headed by Mr. Nero, alien from a flying planet, building a giant to destroy the Earth. And next thing, Jimmy is uh, obliterated into <laughs> dust. Pouf! Pouf! Superman is really broken up yeah. about this. Poor kid. <laughs> Poor kid warned me about this criminal organization, <laughs> sacrificed his own life. Yawn. Uh, Wore shorts. <laughs> should I tell that story? What I think time you is better it? better tell that story. Let's see. It's, it's, uh, oh, we've, it's got we've got time. So, uh, my mother liked to save time and money. <laughs> and so, I don't know where she was. She was on a trip somewhere. Oh, she was in Florida when we were living in Ohio. So she had gone to Disney World. But also she had learned about the rape and murder of one of her friends. So the postcard we received at our home said, so-and-so was raped and murdered, went to Disney World, wore shorts. (laughs) It all fit on the postcard, delivered all the news that needed to be delivered. So it's become a family joke forever. Yes. It's just sort of throwing things. Horrible the thing. Jimmy just was obliterated into smithereens. Poor shorts. shorts. Um, that was in the days before we didn't have cell phones. So you paid a premium to make a long distance telephone call to I deliver news. I sent a friend a postcard last week, didn't I? What? I did. I saw that in the outgoing mail. I do like to send postcards. Well, maybe. How about this? If anyone wants to give us a nice review on iTunes, we'll send you a postcard. postcard. Oh, that'll get him in there. Uh, Mr. Nero is back fiddling with his machinery. Superman busts through the ceiling. The real Superman. The real Superman. Uh, Too late. The Thermotron bomb is unleashing superheat. Nothing can prevent this world from becoming a planetary bonfire. Wanna bet? What if Superman just inhales all the heat and fire and Thermotron? That bottom right panel... Where yeah. he says, wow, flames as hot as hydrogen bomb, but Superman's drinking them like an ice cream soda. Yep. He, that doesn't look like fun. He looks like he's about to throw up. Kind of like a beer bong situation, yeah, only yeah. with Thermatron. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Superman. He does not look well. He'll do it for the safety of the Earth. Where are you going? I've got to get juicy right now. We've got to get quieter chairs in our studio. I'm all for getting rid of these antique chairs. Well, these were needle-pointed by Aunt Lulu. They're loud. What are we going to do? Stack them over in the corner of the guest bedroom? Yeah, I don't know. We could, we could find some kind of craft project oh, okay. to right. repurpose them. All right, I'm fine. I'm back. Okay, good. Well, you're not on the mic. Nobody can hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm back now. <sighs> all right. So, Mr. Nero says, you better leave now, Superman. I'm going to obliterate all these other people. Superman says, who cares? I'll press the button myself. Zap, 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 zap. And they all disappear. What's this? Superman killing in cold blood? You wiped out my agents. You violated your own code against killing. Is that something that everybody knows? That Superman doesn't kill? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, did I, though, Mr. Nero? Let's try that again. I'll press the buttons in reverse. 
All Lois of a sudden, finally gets her line. Yes. Where, Where am, am I? I? <laughs> uh, gasp! Supergirl says, "We're not dead." What happened Supergirl to us? Supergirl X, I should say. In rush Jimmy Olsen and Robin, also not dead. What happened? Well, the destructo mechanism didn't kill, but only made victims invisible while putting them into a coma. So, fine. A pair of Scar members who were out on it, who were in on it, carried Robin X here. Which was not at all suspicious to the people watching, as two men wearing goggles were laboring with an unseen thing. Right. Lifting something that right, they couldn't right, right. see. Nothing, nothing weird about that. Well, so many odd things happen in Metropolis. I'm sure people just look the other way a lot of the time. Because everyone is on their best behavior. Because they know that there's a lexophone <laughs> right around the next corner. <laughs> oh, poor uh, diaper man. This guy Nero. The diaper. It's a terrible shot of him yeah. on, the page, on the, end, the last page. So, uh, Superman saves the day, essentially. Jimmy Olsen doesn't even get to do anything in his own comic. Nope. He didn't save the day last time either, did he? With the motorcycle gang. No, Superman he didn't. had to intervene. Yeah. He's passive. Uh, he certainly is a go-getter. I mean, he certainly he takes initiative. Yes, that's why they call him Mr. Action. <laughs> they do, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Nero, though, has failed in his mission. He must obey the Pyronian code and destroy myself with his belt buckle grenade. <laughs> Zap. Uh... So the grenade has a force shield that drives its force inward, turning Mr. Nero to cinder. As all his people do when they die. So I guess that's okay. Superman's not violating the prime directive or anything. No. Um, Next day at Metropolis Hospital. Jimmy Olsen cracks alien Earth doom ring. Says the Daily Planet headline. Thanks, Jimmy. Extra, extra. Jimmy also cracked Alien Earth Doom Ring. <laughs> that never gets old. This is this is again like the Wizard of Oz. My biggest reward is to be among my friends, my real friends. That is. <laughs> this story read a lot quicker than some of the Superman related stories we've grown accustomed to. I did enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> a it's, little bit. <laughs> it's not packed quite so full of content like yes. some, some others. It didn't throw things out of left field. A pretty linear storyline. We do have a second story here, which uh, is really just a big piece of nothing. I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen's journey to nowhere. He thinks he's blasted into space, but he's actually shrunk down to microscopic size and into the interior of the Earth, where he uh, encounters an alien race that live at the center of the Earth. So that's cool. End of story. End of story. <laughs> but he saves them by creating giant ice blocks that trap the monsters that are trying to kill them. And then he comes back to the surface. Lesson learned. Well, that was fun. I'll say. So now we know that Jimmy uh, acts sometimes as a secret agent. Yes. Double 55. Excuse me, double, double five. five. And, uh, yeah, that's all I've got. Well, I hope my voice is in better shape next week, and I'm... I hope so, too. Feeling better. This is our 48th episode. My goodness, what are we doing for our 49th? I think I'm going to try to do Metal Men with our metals expert. Oh, that'll be so much fun. And then 50th episode? I've got something big planned. Okay, great. Um, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. If you write a review, we'll send you a postcard. Yes, I will. We well, will. He will. I will. I'll say that I'll do it, but I won't. You'll say actually have to do it. You'll probably carry it to the post office. Um, don't forget to tell all your friends. You can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.